All right, all right. So you're back from the Blackface Festival in uh, in uh, South Africa. Yeah, how was it? It was alright. We kept showing the N word too. <laughs> all right, so welcome back, guys, for the Republic. This is uh, another great episode for you guys. Kennedy, as I just mentioned, you're not paying attention. I uh, just came back from the Blackface Festival in uh, South Africa, or I think the Congo, whichever one. And um, we're going to talk about some other, not not a lot of topics. I mean, you already did an episode so uh, where I did the most of the big topics. So kind of little, we're going to take a little um, break from big political topics. We're going to talk about just like social stuff, you know. Uh, you're going to talk about the gays, right? Because you love the gays and the trans and the non-binaries. Oh, yeah, man. I do love the gays and the non-binaries. I love my own people. And then we're going to talk about um, what well, we're going to talk about um, Charlemagne, the not god, Charlemagne the fag, um, from <laughs> the Breakfast Club, because that's that's like the gayest name for a radio. That's like also the gayest name for like these like supposedly like urban manly people or like tough people. They call themselves the Breakfast Club. Like that's kind of the the gayest name I've ever heard for a supposedly for a radio show that has supposedly tough guy personalities, because that's what they promote themselves as. They think they're like tough and street. They're like, oh, we're from the hood. But they have a <laughs> of the Breakfast Club. That's like Andrew Tate. And he has a family. Other... Yeah, it's like, but it's like, it's like as if like all these like workout dudes have this show and it's like, oh, we're going to call themselves the Breakfast Club. Like, so it's like some 90s show. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, what? The Breakfast Club. Yeah, that's copyright infringement. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of them that have that same name. Yeah. Now, they, they that's the radio show. They, so they, they can get away with that kind of stuff. But um, isn't isn't Charlemagne like a, isn't it, isn't it like an ancient Greek kind of name? Charlemagne is um was a monarch after the Romans, and uh, he conquered most uh... of uh, what the Romans. Did. So his name was Charlemagne. His name was Charlemagne the Great, I think, or Charlemagne something. But he was kind of like a Roman Empire emperor, but he really wasn't. Um, so I'm assuming that's where he got the name from. Yeah, most likely, but he probably won't say it. So. And I'm sure they're gonna try to call themselves. No, no what you talking gonna... about? I was the one that created name. Yeah, and I'm sure he's gonna. They're probably gonna want to be like, Charlemagne was black. It's like no, Charlemagne was um uh, German, pretty much, or French. <laughs> German French. Right. I mean, and he was like, yeah, and what he did, he was like after the Roman Empire fell, pretty much, he was like the first big emperor of like of Western Europe because he conquered all those places. Like he was the king of Germans and Franks and stuff and Carthage. So all that type of stuff. So he like had a lot of territory. So he was like the big, big. Uh, he was like after the Roman Empire fell, he was like the big, one of the biggest uh, conquerors in Europe. So he was just called Charlemagne. Mm -hmm. Charlemagne something, probably Charlemagne the Great. They usually call themselves that, Charlemagne the Great, the Great. And, great. Um, so now he's trying to take that. But here, you know how they always do. They're going to try to spin it as if this is like some. This is actually like pro uh, black. Like Charlemagne is actually a black, but it's not. Oh, it's a black it's about culture. The culture. <laughs> it's all about the culture, but it's not about the culture. So, since just, we just like how they took Charlemagne, uh, just like how they took dreads. Yeah, just like dreads and like how they how they like to say that like fried chicken and mac and cheese and collard greens is like black culture. It's like no, you guys took that from the white slave owners, who you learned that from. It's actually southern, but since you guys came from the south, you adopted it as your own. It's like I don't, I, I don't I, like I never forget that one time where um LeBron was talking about how um. LeBron was pretty much talking about like how um, Gucci and like Versace were like, a, a part of black culture, and I'm just like, what? No, black, black. 
<laughs> and um, that was like the funniest thing to me. <laughs> so it has nothing to do with them. It has nothing to do with them. Nothing. So it's it's like the most mm -hmm. hilarious thing, anyways. Um. So so you started off with Charlemagne. I guess we're gonna talk about that because he had Larry Elder on, and I don't understand like. How do, how do people like do how do like how do they I guess like um they like having him on but they don't like what he says and so then they pretend as if this is all for content so um let's just put us let's just let's hide us here because this is gonna be on full all one right. thing I gotta say about Elder. Is that he shouldn't president? Honestly. I mean, yeah, the fact that he's—I mean, he technically he's not because who the fuck is? Have you ever heard of the <clears> term <throat> a nigga wake up call? No. It is an incident where a person of color forgets that they are of color and are reminded rather brutally by an unexpected act of racism. Oh, have you brother. ever had any of those? Oh, brother! I'm just asking. I'm just. Have, you think you've ever well, had I'm, I'm acutely aware, Charlemagne, that I'm a black person, just as you are a black person. And when uh, Joe Biden insulted you by saying mm -hmm. you ain't really black, we don't know whether or not you want to vote for me or vote for Donald Trump. Uh, it seems to me that should have been a wake up call on your part. How dare this guy come in here and insult you, a black man, and tell you you got to think a certain kind of way. I'm amazed that you weren't mad about that. Um, I didn't, I'm not gonna say that it upset me, just like I'm not letting you upset me. You know what I mean? I don't tend to get upset over things like well, that. But what I did say Well, well you was, just not talk about, about a nigger wake-up call, and it seemed to me that that should have been a wake-up call on your part, to have a white guy come in here, who also said, by the way, uh, uh, about Mitt Romney, um, uh, because he didn't want to put more regulations on Wall Street, going to put y'all back in chains. And Joe Biden has lied for decades about his civil rights record, claiming that he desegregated movie theaters and restaurants in, in Wilmington, Delaware, when he didn't, any, didn't do any of that. He lied and said that he tried to visit Nelson Mandela during apartheid South Africa. He did not. And he came in here and told you you aren't even black and let you think a certain kind of way. It seems to me that should have been a nigga wake-up call for you, but it wasn't, apparently. Yeah, I mean, no, for the record, I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I, I, I didn't say I, you were. Yeah, I think both. I don't know what you are. I, I never yeah. even asked you about your party affiliation. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, you, but you are black. Absolutely. And and to have a white guy come in here and tell you you have to say uh, think a certain kind of way, otherwise you quote ain't black. Wow. How should I have replied to him? You think? What I just now said. How dare you insult me and tell me I I think as as a human being, let alone as a black person. I don't tell you how to think, Joe Biden. How dare you come in here and tell me how, to, how I, I should think? I'm going to vote for Donald Trump if I want to vote for Donald Trump. And if I want to vote for Donald Trump, it does not make me not black. 20% of black people, black men, as I said, voted for Donald Trump in 2020. Are they not black now? So only 80% of black people, black men walking around are really black, 20% are not, because they voted for Donald Trump? How insulting is that? How condescending is that? Mm. I, I mean, you're probably right, but I didn't take it in that way. As well, I, I said, did. As I said to him in that moment, you know, it's just about me wanting something for my people and I want to know what is he going to do for my people and not only for my people now how are you going to atone for the things you've done to my people right that's it right and this is a guy uh, Joe Biden who when he first got into the Senate hung out with segregationists talked about how well, he, how well he got along with them uh, talked about how he didn't want integration because of a jungle uh, this guy has made Absolutely. all sorts of insulting things to black people, and his policies right now are hurting black people. Inflation hurts the people at the bottom more than anything else. Letting a bunch of illegal aliens under, into the border are hurting black people more than anybody else, as I said earlier. He opposes uh, school choice when he has his own kids in private school. And we lost a year, almost two years of in-school education in California because of COVID that he supported. I mean, this guy has done 
monstrous things to black people, and then for him to come in here and tell you how you ought to think as a black person, it blew my mind. As a person objectively who doesn't care about either party. When that's just like the biggest cop out ever. And I hate when people say that. It's like, oh, I don't really care about either party. It's like, no, yes, you do. Right. I mean, he did care before Joe Biden came on. Uh, what I what I like about Larry Elder is, no matter where he goes, whether it's an interview or podcast or anywhere else, dude's always armed with 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 like stats or kind of facts that you know that people really want to hear or don't want to hear actually. He's always ready to speak out facts or any kind of evidence that he has with him. That, that, that's what I like about him. Yeah, and he goes on shows that, like, most Republicans won't go. And it, this is actually, like, a bad week for, like, uh, The Breakfast Club, the gayest radio show ever. Like, pretty much, like, trying to make conservatives, like, that are my... Because this is what they really hate. They hate it when a minority is a conservative. Like, they hate it that we're conservatives. Like, like how dare you vote for Donald Trump? Like, I've had that experience. We both had it. Like, for his... Like, me, like... Trump wants to deport all the illegals. It's like, well, good. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, good. And then, like, if you want to vote, like, oh, I'm, I like Donald Trump because um, I'm, I don't want to be a victim. Like, with, like, with pretty much with your stance, like, oh, I'm not, in, I'm not in favor of the Democrats wanting to abort kids or changing genders or, because that's really what brought you in into the conservative movement. It's like, oh, you just want to be white. It's like, that has nothing to do with it. So it's like, whenever they... Mm -hmm. They don't come at us with facts or with the news or with reality or history. They're not telling us that you're wrong because uh, the Republicans did this to to you, your people. Or it doesn't even matter your people because it's like I don't identify with this. I'm I'm an, first of all, I was born here. Like we like it's, right. just, it's just a it's just a coincidence that I was born in a, in a Hispanic family. Like you were born Indian. There's nothing that mm -hmm. you did or nothing special about it. But they feel like it's special. That's why I always hear like, well, my people, the black people. It's like, well, first off. What do you mean the black people? You mean who's black? Because there are Indians that are blacker than you. But you don't count them as Indian. You look at them as Asians and then you mock them and make fun of them. And you're also racist to them. Like are we, are like right. like when the reparations come, because they probably are gonna come if there's another Democrat president, it's like are you guys gonna are black people gonna give part of the reparations so all the Indians and all the Pakistanis your people have committed crimes against? Like all the gas stations you guys go and make them filth up and like destroy and riot at like what happened in ferguson that indian guy's business was pretty much ruined because of those of like because of gang criminal but because of criminal black people but for charlemagne that's not really that's just that's just a way to express themselves that's just right. the, that that's not i don't understand when they say like oh that's culture that's not culture that's not culture like i'll show you there's another one because there's another one with um with uh what's his face I feel like Char Charlemagne is having a hard time trying to accept, trying to accept uh, other people's facts and not just his. It, uh, it it looks like he just wants, oh, I'm just looking for my truth, not from anyone else's truth. Yeah. All right. So here's um here's another one where um where he was asking this woman who's on the show who are all, they're all annoying honestly. I don't really listen to. Oh uh, yeah, no, she was really annoying. All, yeah, oh, they're all God. annoying because. They're not looking to debate with him on any of the facts. They're not looking for any of the, of the, you know, they're not looking to be convinced. They're not looking for, they're not looking for any of that. They're just looking to be, um, pretty much, they want to have that moment where they're like, I'm smarter than you. I'm better than you. They want that moment. They want you to mess up on any statistics. Yeah. They want you to fuck up on a name. 
be wanting because that to them in their mind they think that mispronouncing a fact not even a fact it's like a detail of the fact like maybe a year or a name that to me makes you look as an idiot because i've we've debated with those people before it's like you get one name wrong or you get a year wrong or you get an instance wrong it's like oh you don't know anything because you don't know it's like no I, i'm still right about what i'm saying the point is still there you're just too stupid to get it so this woman <laughs> who has this woman who has the acute of a used up condom is really just sitting here acting as if she's no, she's right, and she's not going to listen. She's not going to listen. So let's just uh, listen to. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make you guys suffer here. The system that we create. What financial? Okay, let's talk about the create? system of one yeah, of the largest. Him, point, thank you. Then. One of the systems of one of the largest uh, uh, cities in America, Baltimore. Uh, Freddie Gray died in police custody a few years ago. Uh, the mayor was black. The head of the police department was black. Number two. Uh, it's not person. in charge of the system. But go ahead. Number two person in charge of the police department was black. All Still of, not in all, charge of all the city council, Democrats, majority black. Six, Still not in charge of the system. Wow. Six, That's a off, position. six officers charged. Three of them were black. A judge before whom two of the officers tried their case, found him not guilty, was black. Still uh, not the, in charge of the, the system. The uh, city uh, uh, intendant of public schools was black. The county superintendent of public schools is black. Uh, the attorney general at the time, Loretta Lynch, is black, as was the president of the United States, was black. And yet, still not people... in charge of the system. So who's in charge I asked of the you a simple question, well, well, sir. Well, Wanda Sykes said uh, when, when, uh, when Barack Obama got elected, how are you going to complain about the man when you are the man? Now, from the president to the attorney general to the state attorney uh, to the mayor to the head of the police department uh, to the commissions of the schools in the city and in the county uh, to the majority of city council in that city, all of them are black. And you're still saying that we don't run anything? I asked what system did we create? What financial system Okay, let's system talk about the create? system of one yeah, of the largest. Let him say his point, Thank you. One of the system yeah, so this woman has like, um, oh, my God. I just have to, I didn't even want to listen. I had to like just... My my, my thing is what's what system is she trying to uh talk about like what she's not explaining correctly like what system she's talking about they don't know what they want but what they think they want is what they don't realize they had and then ruined themselves and so like you ever hear when they talk about Tulsa and uh, Juneteenth it's like Tulsa well Juneteenth is about the slavery thing uh-huh, yeah. Tulsa you remember Tulsa to then they talk about Tulsa and then the fires and the riots because yes there were racist people who by the way were Democrats and that's not a long ass time ago. That was like 60 years ago at this point, 60, 70 years ago. I mean, these these were things that happened. Like the Ku Klux Klan was active until, what, the 1940s and 50s, pretty much? As an yeah, okay, yeah. They marched on the Democratic National Convention in 1916. The president wanted them there because the president was a major racist. He's the reason a Democratic president, Woodrow Wilson, set back this nation's uh, civil rights decades back. I mean, we could have had desegregation in the 1910s in the 20s even but they didn't want that society was at that point and we didn't need this massive legislation but because of democrats who were racist and were always racist and history historians historians don't like it when uh, liberals look bad because they're themselves are liberals that's what they do so don't that's why i never really, really believe it's like well the historians don't say it yeah because the historians leave out things they don't want themselves to look bad because if they say one nice thing about woodrow wilson it's going to seem like they're also racist. But nowadays, people now know he was a racist. Yeah, and so right. like, they don't really know. What they're doing. Like, if you listen to people like Walter Williams, you, look, you listen to people like Shelby Steele, you listen to people like Larry Elder, or especially Thomas Sowell, who have written about the history of African-Americans in this country and what they've gone through. And then you read books about Booker T. Washington. And if you really want to read W.E.B. Du Bois, 
you can, but you're gonna go, you're gonna lean then he because he was a socialist and not just a socialist, he was a communist. He's gonna go, he's gonna lean into the route mm. of of that because that's where they go. They they I mean people nowadays, I think more now, um, I think progressives like Malcolm I think progressives, black progressives probably like um Malcolm X probably more than Martin Luther King because Martin Luther King's name has been pretty much muddied through the water through all these corporate mainstream Democrats that constantly talk about Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, but they don't even know his message. Like, they don't understand. These are fundamentally uh, conflicting person. They, they, their political views weren't like these people now, where it's like, I'm a Democrat and I vote blindly. Martin Luther King was neither a Democrat nor the Republican. He wasn't, like, I, I like, right, you right. could say that he was probably more of a Republican at the time, because when he grew up, the Democrats were all racists, and there was still that tension. And yeah, blacks started voting for Democrats in the 30s with uh, FDR, but they still knew oh, well, that party is still racist because they're the party of, of the Ku Klux Klan. They're the party that started it. They're the party of Jim Crow. They knew it. They remembered it. Maybe they didn't talk about it all the time, but they knew it. And then in the 1960s, what happened? The Democrats changed their whole thing because they did they used Kennedy as a way of, of saying that they're no longer racist, but then that they still were racist because they, they thought that blacks needed a handout. That's just imagine that you need you think someone's if you think someone needs a handout, you think they're poor, you think they're desperate, you think they're needy, you think that they can't handle things on their own and you think that they're weak. That's why you give them a handout. That's why you think that's what happens in your mind, because you don't give handouts to people that are strong. If you think a group is strong. Yeah, exactly. Strong, yep. You don't see people handing out. Do we need to give handouts to Jews in New York? Do we need to give a handout? Give uh, give handouts to Asians in America? Do we need to give out handouts? They will decline their shit. Yeah. White people? No, they don't talk about that. They don't mention it. Why? Because the thought, when they think of them, they think of them as self-providing. They can provide for themselves. They can handle things themselves. But they have had they have undergone the same amount of suffering, if not more suffering, than blacks have in America. In America, it's they really only talk about blacks in America. You don't hear them talking about Africa. When has Charlemagne talked about blacks in America and in Africa? Never. He talks about them in America. Because Africans who come to this country don't like black people here. If you really if if mm-hmm. we're really authentic about how they, about them being in the hood and how they're actually about the culture and they know black people, they will talk about that. They will talk about that because they know that's the truth. And then the Caribbean blacks don't like the black people here either. And it's vice versa. The, future, the the feelings are mutual. But there's reasons for that. It's not because they're black. It's because of their cultural identity. It's like, there's a video, and I'm going to look for it um, while, while we're at it. About uh, You sent it to me the other day about um, this woman effectively got pissed off that Asians were using words, but she thought that they were about, um, they were actually for... Um, oh, right, right. Apparently, uh, they were like stealing black culture or something like that you guys are stealing black culture it's like no not really he's not stealing anything he's not stealing anything you're just not uh intelligent so here i'm gonna share it now i have it here and uh, you just ramble shit girl well yeah it's, it's a karen it's a, she's freaking out she's at an asian place i think boba tea place and there there's like there's words that say trap there's things that say chapo and she thinks that that's black culture. She thinks that Chapo. Think there's that. There's trap. There's what else is in there? Yeah, I know. I know trap. Yeah, trap is in there. There's another one. There's a couple words. And so she says, "I don't remember culture." 
It's like, is that really? I don't remember Chapo. <laughs> Alright, let's play it. Is uh, not black owned, but using you're stealing black culture. Is this not black culture? Trap tea, the boba plug? No, you're these Asian Asian people stealing black black culture once again. Once again, it's okay. You'll be exposed though. You're not black owned. You're stealing black culture. Thank you for coming. No, I came here because I thought it was black owned. That's why I came here. So my friends, I'm supporting a black business. Oh. This is not black owned. You're not, this is not black owned. Asian stealing, stealing black culture. Once again, uh, you're a host. Don't talk. You just, oh, I'm a oh, I can't. Like, because I didn't know it was black owned. I already did. I already did. I'm glad he called her out, but then she said the same thing. Oh, you're a coon. It's like, bitch, you don't know anything. You could even spell coon. He's fun black. He's black, but she's trying to say you're a coon. For not saying, for not saying anything. So, like, he's calling her out by saying, "Can you shut the fuck up and leave?" Like, this is not like black culture. And she's like, "Well, you're a coon. You're a coon." It's like I hate when people say that. It's like black people are the only people that do this. They're the only people that do this. They're the only pathetic group that because it's pathetic. They ever like race is in their mind twenty four seven. They feel they like their existence. It's like it's like it's like that pretty girl. Who has no personality except that she's pretty? It's them. It's that they have no identity. They have no culture outside that they're not black. So if they're if if they're if like they think that's it, they're black. That's it. They have no personality, but they think that being black should be sufficient for them. But they can't define it. It's like, look, yes, you're black, but that's like embrace that. But then if you say something like, oh, like fried chicken and watermelon, oh, that's racist. That's racist. But if you say, oh, Mexicans love tacos. That's not racist. That's not racist. But when <laughs> if I but if I say, hey, blacks like uh um air like oh you guys love um you guys like black and mild, it's like, oh, that's racist. You're just that's a stereotype, that's racist. But you guys make fun of Indian people when they wear turbans and they do all that shit. Like that's that's them. And why do I say that? Because I've seen it. We've seen it. We live in a in a majority black community. Like that's what they are. They're racist. But they don't they they see themselves yeah. like these eternal victims that What's happened to them has not happened to any other group. So she says, like, Asian people stealing by culture. It's like, you do realize that Chinese people throughout history have been far more oppressed and far more repressed than any African people in the world. Like, Africans have a culture. Chinese people also have culture. But historically, the Chinese have uh, have been starving, uneducated, uh, poor as fuck. Like, poor to the poor as fuck. Like, they, they don't have anything for centuries. For centuries, like we, the people talk about the Chinese, the Chinese, uh, em, the Chinese uh, kingdom, the Chinese emperor, they do. Do they not realize that the Chinese, uh, the Chinese empire was poor as fuck? Everybody in China, except if you were in the military or served in in, in Peking in the um in the capital, was poor. Everybody was poor. This is not those samurai movies about them jumping around and being ninjas and go. No, they were poor as hell. Poor. <laughs> They, had, they didn't know how to read. 
A lot of them didn't know how to read. They did not know math. And they were they did not have a lot of food. But guess what? In Africa, for a lot of years, yes, the colonization is real. But China has had a lot of colonization. Japan literally killed millions of Chinese. It was called Manchuria for a while. That was occupied. That was mm -hmm. Japanese occupied China. That was a horrible time. And it didn't last a long time. That was only like a decade, really, or a couple of years. That was even horrible. Mm -hmm. So when they mention, it's like they try to find these competing atrocities, like nothing as bad. Like you, if you mention to someone black today, if you mention to Charlemagne or the um the, the that retarded bitch on the show, if you mention the the Holocaust, they'll say, oh, but in the Belgian Congo, Leopold had a uh, twenty something uh, Africans murdered. It's like, well, he didn't have it murdered. This was colonialization. They were sent to work camps to extract minerals, and they died there. That's what happened. This was not a hate crime because they were black. That's the difference. That's why, like, that, I, I understand, like, a lot of people died, yes. And by the way, before you get on to your high horse, they don't give a shit about them. Because they're only mentioning this now, because they recently found out that this happened. But this was known for years. But now that they found out, they're now they're saying, well, you don't talk to me about the Holocaust, because what about the Africans that died in the Congo? You don't care about them. It's like, well, neither do you. Neither do you. Because if you cared about atrocities being committed against minorities, and by the way, those people aren't minorities. The only the only place that that minorities is really word is America. Because black people require themselves to be seen as minorities. They just want to victimize themselves. They want to victimize. lower them standards so they can just you know, yeah, blame white people for victim. everything. And so that's why they need, that's why today you hear that woman saying, we need a system. We need a system. Well, what needs, what system do you want? Yeah, like what system are you talking about? Specifically? Well, what they want is what yeah, they, exactly like what like what they want. Yeah, exactly. they want they what they want is capitalism, but rigged for black people, not for whoever has the most skills or whoever has the most money, or whoever comes from rich families, like what it's kind of rigged to today, or corporate capitalism. What they want is black capitalism. They want black people to be the wealthy people throughout society. They want to be the people that own Gucci and Louis Vuitton. They want to be the most paid athletes. They want to be the most paid actors. They want to be the people with the most. They want to, they don't, they would love it. If there was a majority Senate, if the Senate was filled with black people and the House was filled with black people, they wouldn't be complaining. This is what they want. They want South Africa. They want the ability to do what a few white people in the 1800s did to them. A few, because not everyone, not everyone in the South owned slaves, owned slaves. About, I think it's about three to five percent of people in the South owned slaves. I think it's about 9% of white people in the South owned slaves. It's not, it's not a big number. You can look it up. It's like a very small, it's like a single, single digit number of white people in the South owned slaves. Why? Because owning slaves was expensive. It was a luxury by that time. Like it was extremely expensive to own the plantation and own slaves because you have to like, and I'm not, I'm not justifying it, but if you want to talk about facts, this is, these are the facts because they like to blame white people for everything. And they like to blame all white people. If, if you're white, you're guilty. It's like, but I'm from the Netherlands. No, no, you're guilty because you you had to do something. Because black people after like the 1950s, and they listened to Martin Luther King and they they followed the um, the Black Panthers and then they followed the um, the Nation of Islam. And all those people were poisoned with this with this elixir of, of, of rotten Marxism. Like W.E. Du Bois competed, was a big... Uh, they didn't compete, but they were ideologically opposed as to what black people should do in the 1910s and in the 18, 1890s and 1880s. It's like, 
They like Booker T. Washington talked about his experience as a slave, and he thought that the only way to prosper was through hard work and getting over it. It's like, yeah, we're not forgetting, but the only way we're going to get there is through getting hard work, learning skills, and advancing your own communities. But this other group of black people, led by W. E. Boys and others through the Renaissance, um, the Black Renaissance, because the real Renaissance, but let's not call it, happened in Italy and the in Europe in the uh, 1500s, 1600s, like not U.S. Um, a lot of them, like W. Du Bois, was an you know paraded himself as a oppressed black, but he was born out of he was his family came from he was uh the grandson or the son of a slave owner. Like a slave mm -hmm. owner had sex with a black slave, and that was his mother, and that like he grew up in that type of area, and he was so oppressed that in the midst of his adulthood and his career, he was invited. In the in the early 1900s, to a communist uh, meeting in Turkmenistan, in America, he flew to Turkmenistan, probably paid for by communists, and he went there, and he spoke with communists, Soviets, Russian communists, German communists, com Asian communists. They had a little convention there. He was there, and oppressed black. He was so oppressed in America that they let him take a flight. They let him take a flight. They let him make money. So that he could get a, a plane ticket and go there. Or he flew by ship, probably, which is still expensive. So he took a ship and went to Turkmenistan, which is probably a day's long travel. Because there was like, there, yeah. there were no planes then. There was no airline, airliners. Imagine, he was so oppressed that he did that. But, but no, but still, they're oppressed. Because remember, the Marxist trope is that in history, there are two groups. There are the victims, the oppressed, and then there are the victimizers. So the victimizers, in, because they had became wealthy by taking away from the victim. The victims are victims because the oppressors took something from them, and that's why they're wealthy. The difference between now and then is that back then that was a class difference. But now they've changed it. They've reformed it into saying blacks are oppressed because white people took something or did something to, to them to oppress them and keep them down. So that's why she wants a system. What she wants is what Mar Malcolm X wanted at first. And they did this through a violent way, which was the Nation of Islam. They were violent. That's That was their way. That's why he, that's why Malcolm X and his crew were very opposed to Mal uh, Martin Luther King because Martin Luther King was all about non, about non-violence, about peaceful protest. What they don't do now. Because they've all adopted that. They don't want to admit it, but they've all adopted this. Because Malcolm X, after mm -hmm. he kind of repented, kind of repented on everything before he was assassinated, he kind of regretted the, those kind of things. Um, and pretty much did not. He left the Nation of Islam uh, mainly because he saw the Nation of Islam as becoming a business, wanted to make money off of the movement, like most things. And um, he cared about right. black people, but he just didn't agree with the violence and uh, etc. Um. What they want is this sort of, I've, I've mentioned it before, but it's black nationalism. It's black nationalism. It's this idea that communities, black communities like Harlem, like Compton, like Camden, like Newark, that businesses in these areas should be owned by black people. And that the decisions being made in, in communities that have high amounts of black people should be made by black people. The schools should be led by black people. The teachers should be black the nurses the doctors should be black the businesses should be black they shouldn't be indians if there's a gas station in that in harlem 
It should be owned by a black man or a black woman, and it should, and that money should remain in Harlem. But that's not the truth because, but that's not. But they they live in a fantasy because if a black man has money and he lives wealthily, and we know people that are black or we've heard of them that are black and they're wealthy, they don't live in Harlem. They don't live in Camden. They don't live in Newark. They don't live in uh, Philadelphia. They don't live in Compton. They don't live in. They don't live in Detroit. They don't live in Chicago. They don't. They live in Ann Arbor, nope. or they live outside of Chicago, or they live in uh, uh, Brooklyn, or they live in uh, Astoria, or they live in Chelsea, or they live in Soho, they live in Mid Manhattan, or they live in Jersey City, or they live in Hoboken, or they live in uh, Morristown, Mendham, or they live in uh, Cherry Hill, Morristown. They live. They don't live near. They don't live in the black communities. They live out of them. Why? Because it's still violent, because it's dirty, because it's not safe for them. So the money is never there because they're not raising the value, the real estate value. And what's to say that a black man owns a corner store? That's supposed to give money to the community. What is he supposed to do? Give everybody, give away shit for free? But no, it's they not. Don't give, yeah, they don't, it's they're not, not rich like that when they own a corner store. <laughs> it's not that. What they want is the ability to have some sort of power. They want the feeling that they own something because in their little pathetic minds, they feel that they're nothing because they've been victims, but they weren't. Charlemagne's not the victim of anything. He's not. He can't be the victim. He's a multi-millionaire radio host. He's a millionaire. He's not poor. So yeah. is the other chick who's a, who's probably not a millionaire, but she makes hundreds of thousands of dollars in her net worth. So uh, is... Uh, Neither is, and we talk about it, neither is Beyonce, neither is Jay-Z, neither is, uh, what's her face, Oprah, neither is Meghan Markle, neither is Kamala, neither is uh, LeBron James or Dwayne Wade, or none of them are. None of them are victims. Victims of what? That your father left you when you were a young man? But that's not, that's not a white man's fault. It's not. It's his fault. That's your dad's fault. Not, not white, not white culture, not the patriarchy's fault. No. That's your fault. Not your fault, but that's his fault. Is it your fault? Is it my fault or any white person's fault that people in uh, Harlem are poor? No. It's not their fault that they're addicted to weed and that they like to do coke and they like drinking uh, Casamigos, which is expensive and they shouldn't be buying it because they're broke. It's not our fault that they like to have uh, unprotected, unmarried sex all the damn time and like to have baby mamas and side hoes, which take up money and time and they don't have a job and that they're stupid and never got educated in high school. And they didn't go to college to learn any other skills or never went to trade school or have a real job. And so they think that and, and that's not that's not white people's fault. You did that. Nobody white put a gun to your head and said, you can't be that because you're black. But they don't. They walk around every single day. And I've met black kids. I had black. I, I used to stay with black kids in, uh, high, in college and class. And they felt they had this aura that they were slighted. They felt they were slighted. They felt that somebody somewhere down the line did something to them, but no one never did anything to them. They made their own decisions. Like wait, did what? What do you mean? They felt that they were slighted. They felt as black people. You always hear that as black people. I feel that I've been. They felt that they were victims of something. They felt that white people, white culture, white society down the line somewhere something happened to them. That they, that's why their life turned out the way it was. But it's not that way. It's your fault your life turned out the way it was. You know what I mean? Like, it's responsibility, not I'm a victim of, of this this cosmic thing that happened that for some reason I got. No. That, that's not what happened. That's not what happens here. So, right. 
it's it's always aggravating to hear people talk like that. It's so aggravating. But what is and so but see see how he mentions the mayor of Baltimore is black, the chief of police is black, three of the cops that were indicted were black, the judge was black, the jury was most likely majority black, and if not, it had black people on there. The teach the school intended is black. The county clerk is black. The county uh, 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 superintendent is black. The council members are all black. The police force has half has a lot of black people on it. The fire chief, uh, he think he said, was black. It's like, what else do you want? The president at the time was black. You had a congressman. The congressman who leads that district of Baltimore, he died, Elijah Cummings. He was black. You guys voted for the Democrat. You guys voted for Barack Obama twice. Like, the attorney general at the time. Elijah, and, they're, and they're still blame, and they're still blame the system of what they're talking about. Black. Everyone was black. It's like, but she's like, but the system, but the system, that doesn't mean that we run the system. We don't, well, who runs the system then? And what's like, she, what she's trying to say is the system, when they say the system is because they think that America is rigged against the black people, that there's a system of uh, deep with racism that as soon as black people are born, the system goes to oppress them from day one, that they won't be anything. But that woman is black and she's on a radio show that transmits enough to the entire tri-state area. And she's made hundreds of thousands of dollars and she doesn't live in harlem she doesn't live in jackson heights she doesn't live on backman she doesn't live in, in in the bronx she does not she probably lives in new jersey or in brooklyn or in manhattan or in queens somewhere down on or in long island or Staten Island. like she doesn't live in a poor area Charlemagne the god he lives in a mansion or he lives in an apartment like he does not live badly i can assure you of that so what system prevents uh, his, his, his net worth his net worth is ten million. So ten million. Oh, there you go. He's, he's living good. He's living so good. Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith from ESPN. He doesn't live in he doesn't live in New York City. He lives in Jersey. He lives in Jersey in a mansion. His mom lives in a mansion because yeah. he bought his mom a mansion. His sisters live with his mom in mansions. So we're like tell me tell me this. Did the system go like what happened what happened to the system when you got all your money? Oh, oh, uh, but that's just no, no. But that's just because I was I knew what to do. So what? All black people are just stupid. They're all stupid. You can't tell them what to do. Or is it that most black people, just like a lot of Hispanics do, and just like a lot of people in the world do, regardless of their color or race or gender or whatever the fuck they want to identify themselves as, maybe they made the wrong decisions in their lives, got with the wrong people, had the wrong friends, didn't do well in school had no skills to have any other income. It's like, if you have no skills in the workplace, if you can't do anything, guess what? You're going to have a shitty job. You're going to work at Walmart. Because if you can change pipes, if you can solder pipes, if you can take out drywall and you can change, uh, you can be a plumber. And you're not going to be poor. You're going to make a very good living. You're not going to be rich like Charlemagne, but you're going to make a good living and you can buy a house. But like that's a job. But guess what? Culture, the black culture says that you have to be an athlete. You have to be a celebrity. You have to be a rapper. You have to be in a gang. You have to talk about trap. You have to talk about, like, a plug. You got to talk about weed. You got to talk about hoes. You got to talk about bitches. Like, that's, that's the culture. That's the culture. That's the culture that they want. But that's not the culture that every other succeeding demographic has. Hispanics, what, what's their culture? It's diverse. Hispanics are very diverse. So it's very different that way. But the Mexicans and Central Americans, their culture is all about working hard, 
to do construction, not because we have to, but because that's what we're good. That's the skills that we have. It's like they're not pretending to be doctors when majority of them aren't doctors. Like their children are maybe are becoming doctors. The children of those immigrants become doctors because now they're Americans. But the people that immigrate here, they work at car washes, they work at construction, they do drywall, they do landscaping, they do uh, lawn care, they do uh, construction in and, and law and landscaping. There is construction. That's what they do. Not because they have to, not because the white man forced them, but because they have the skills. They know how to use power tools. They knew how they know how to do that. They know how to use the machinery. And they work they work hard. Because that's in their culture already. That machismo culture is all right. about hard work. Working on the land. They want to do things with their hands. It's like that's their culture. Or it used to be their culture. So that's why they do that. Not because the white man forced them to. Because guess what? A lot of them do those type of jobs in their own countries. You don't think there's, there's tons of Colombians in Colombia that do construction and then do construction here too? That's not because the white men did that. That's because they have the skills to do that. They have the skills to use power tools. They know how to use forklifts. So when they come here, they find good paying jobs using the skills they know. But if black people don't know have skills outside of banging hoes and smoking weed that don't make you any money, it's like, I can't help you. Then there's nothing nobody can do that can help you. No government check through a reparation will help you. Because guess what? The reason you're poor is because you got money and then spent it on bullshit. So as soon as you get reparations, you're going to spend it on bullshit. And then you're going to be poor again. And then who are you going to blame? The new generation of white people? It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. But it's their fault they're, th they're this way. And it's their fault they're going to stay this way. Because they're not smart. And it's not because they're black. It's because not only are they black, but in their livelihood, they did not learn, refused to learn, and their culture does not help them. When you have a culture that focuses on sports, sex, drugs, and music, what are you going to get? You think doctors and mathematicians and engineers are coming out of that? No. You're going to get hoes, drug dealers, failed rappers, and uh, what's the first thing? Um, and, and a bunch of failed athletes that are now working for UPS. That's what you're going to get. Because only the best of the best get to the top. The best of the best get to the NBA, not everybody. The best of the best get to the NFL, not all, all the black quarterbacks and, and linebackers and wide receivers. Not all of them get there. Not all of them make the cut. Not everyone can be Beyonce. Nope. So that's that's on them. All right, so let's move on to uh, your other uh, topic here, uh, Deep. Um, Amen, Luis. Amen. Gracias, gracias. Praise be to he. <laughs> So we're gonna um talk about uh the fags. The fags. The faggots. But yeah, it's like these people Watch are trying to cancel us. It's like it's like bro, why are you trying to cancel us? We'll get like 80, 80 subscribers, like come on, relax. <laughs> Did you send me more videos of um I think you sent a couple of them. On IG or on uh Probably. Uh, start talking to us about um. Since you want to handle this, um, talk us about about um. What what have you seen? What did you you wanted to talk about something in particular about gays and and parents and and trans? Well, I I kind of want to talk about like uh parents and also teachers' obsession of changing kids' pronouns and um uh, telling them like especially like little boys and girls it's okay to be another gender. Um, and I always wonder why is this such an uh, obsession? Like, what are they trying to get out of doing that to 
kids? Is it to make them happy? Is it to make them feel like heroes? Make like tell little kids that oh, in life you always gotta be happy. But how does that work? Doesn't make any sense. So yeah, I uh, I think I sent a couple to Lewis. I just don't remember where. Yeah, so pretty much I, know I did it mostly whole, on IG. It's this whole movement nowadays from the transgenders that is not only are they going to be um not only are they going to be um gay, but your children are gonna be gay. And your children are going to be um targeted. And that's what they did. And it started really off with drag queens and then the teachers, because the teachers were all um or mostly liberals. They're all liberals, by the way. Ninety-five percent of them are liberals. There's no conservative teacher out there because they just don't want. They don't have that patience. So I'm going to show a little video here of um of this one. You know this one. You sent me this a while back, but I just found it. Um. Yeah, we kind of like a little parents. reaction to this. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. It's a gay baby. Gay baby. Gay gay baby. Gay gay Apparently he's not natural anymore. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I every time I see that, it's like, what do you get out of that? And especially you're over there recording yourself. I feel like everyone these days want to be actors in their own way, like through TikTok and Instagram. And, well, it's you know, all it's all ego all that. Made. But then it's, it's all ego. And made. then they they bring in they bring in their own little kids, their own babies. They don't they they can't speak. They know how to think. You know, they're they're, they're little kids. And then they always were claiming, though, oh, he's gay. Well, how do you know that? The baby said he's gay? I'm gay. I'm gay. Like, like it's so dumb. Like, every time I see that, it's like, come on, man. Well, it's a big mixture of all things. It's like whenever um successful societies or civilizations, whenever they start going downhill, they they become decadent because the societies essentially focus on insane things, not upkeeping um. Uh, what they should be doing. I mean, the Romans went through this, the Greeks went through this, the Byzantines they went through this. It's like they started arguing yeah, things that don't yeah. matter. And these are things that don't matter. They don't make sense. It's like a thousand years down the line, if human beings still exist, it's like, or are higher, an advanced uh, species, don't tell scientists that, they think they're the advanced species, but these people are going to be looked at as like, oh, I see where they went wrong. They started letting these people teach their future generations. It's like this person right here. It's like this person I mentioned earlier, it's like their identity is now what they're like. They are they don't have anything else except that they're gay. Their gayness is their entire personality. It's their entire identity. It's like they're no longer a man. They're not they 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 want to transcend that because they have nothing interesting in their lives. They're not interesting people. They're boring. They have no personality. They don't have any skills. They don't have any friends. They don't have anything off they don't have anything to offer their own society. And so what's the only thing they can do? And because they have those fears and anxieties and because they've suffered with depression or mental health problems, or maybe they're schizophrenic anyways, they then... Are you, are you talking about parents or like... Or like I'm talking kids? about people. And those people become parents. So that person did okay. not... That person did not have a kid and then do that. No. Parents are people. Obviously. But that, that person was like that before they were a parent, after they're a parent. No, that person's like that. That's what I mean. It's right, like, right. this person may adopt a child one day, and then you just can't say, well, is the parent like that? No, they were like this already. This person has problems uh, in their own personal life. And so what they're doing is that they're find, they find a way to pretty much 
um, express themselves. And what they do is that they become gay because then that brings attention on them in a positive light. They're egomania. It's like, it's also they're psychopaths, they're sociopaths. They care only about themselves. They don't care about anyone else except themselves. And so they have to because hey, you ever, you ever... Go ahead. they Go have ahead. nothing to offer to society like because they're losers. They become gay. They become trans. They become non-binary. Things that aren't real. They're not real. They're satanic. They're disgusting. They're they're fringe things that happen. Like they, they, being 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 a not being a trans today is like oh I, I just identify as a woman. They don't even go through the operation. We talked about this in like on a prior episode. It's like back in the day in the ancient Greek and Roman times, there were people that called that were called transvestites. There were men that pretended to be women. They did that in jest as a joke. They they weren't a political movement. They weren't a societal movement where now they feel like I've always been this way. No, it's not. You have mental health problems. There's something in your mind that makes you think this is your way. And it's because you have an ego. You want the center of attention to be on you always. That's why you do it. That's why you announce it. You don't see people announcing yeah. things in their ordinary lives like, oh, I just had a bagel. You only do that when we see people doing that, posting things about themselves like, hey, I just got fucked in the ass. It's like, no, you do that because you want attention. You want the whole world to know. But we don't need to know. All right. Like this. If you think this is about me and you care about, because these people, by the way, they care about their privacy. They care about their own privacy. They care about that. Oh, I people shouldn't know everything about me. But you, but you make posts like this, that I'm not a disease. Yeah, you are a disease. A disease is also you. And you know you, a disease. Mm -hmm. And you can also love yourself, a disease. You can love a disease. Like There are people that love their addictions. People love being addicted to sex. They love being addicted to porn. They love it. It's still a disease, though. It's like you remember yeah. that um, remember right. that Ugandan uh, interview with that guy and um, uh, like uh, the pastor was like, "This is a mental illness," and uh, the the trans oh, yeah. was like, <laughs> "My parents support me," and the interview was like, "Your parents support having a mental disorder," and that's so hilarious to me. But yeah, that's what it is. It's like at the end of the day, you can make any you can say anything you want, you can make any excuse you want about uh, you know, this is me, I love myself, but it doesn't change that you still have a mental disorder that makes you think this way. And because you're a maniac and because you have anxiety, you try to express that way, express that in very unusual ways, which is sometimes you're not, you're bipolar, sometimes you're violent, but no, you're just gay and you wear a duck on your head because you're insane and you have no friends and you have no life and you have no hobbies and you have no skills and you have no interests that anyone else likes. You're just gay. But this person has probably never had sex with a man. They're not gay. They just want to be gay because they want attention. That's what I feel. It's like politicians. It's they're a little bit like politicians. That's why a lot of them like kind of love each other because they're 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 sociopaths. They like to be the center of attention because if not, they couldn't survive in any other way. There's no other job they could have. There's no other thing they could do. They need uh, right. yeah. they like to remind you all the time about who they are and what they do and how important they are. They like to remind you. I always see these videos of these trans people that are like, I have suffered more than anybody else. I, me. Have gone through so much. I'm the bravest person I know, and that you know, because we go. It's like, no, you're not though. You're not though. You're just the most right. self-centered person I know, and you're the most egomaniac person I know. And you're addicted to attention. You have an addiction. You have a mental health problem. It's like we go back to Anthony Weiner when you refuse to talk about how he didn't want to admit that his addiction was to attention because he's a so he's yeah a yeah yeah. He, he, he did not want to admit that's, that at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's exactly what same thing with it is. You have an addiction to attention because maybe your mom, mommy didn't love you. 
Maybe you have no friends. Maybe you have no interest. Maybe nobody likes you because you might also be an asshole of a person. But you don't want to fix that. The problem is the world. That's why they say, I love me. Me, that's me. I'm fine. I don't have to change it. The world needs to accept me. It's like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't need to accept you. And when they realize that, they now think, oh, I suck. So I need, I need to change that by putting a, a facade on it. It's being gay. But they're probably not even gay. It's just that they want a new identity because they suck as a person. And once again, that's their fault. Yo, you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, you know, every time we're our friends, you know, uh, majority of our friends are like liberals. Yeah. And they would always just ask us the same questions over five fucking times. I'm not going to mention the names, but they will ask you this. What would you do if your kids are gay? Would you accept that? Would you accept your kid to be gay? Or change its pronoun or identify a fucking monkey or something? Well, I, 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 I they asked me that one time you weren't there and they had no they did not expect this response. And I told them, well, who's dying? Why are they doing this? Are they living in my house, paying no bills, paying no rent, eating my food, sitting on my couch, sitting in my toilet, and trying to tell me that I have to pay for their surgery? Hell the fuck no. Do whatever the fuck you want when you're an adult. See, I'm okay with it if you're an adult. If you're 19, 18, 19 years old and you're not living in my home and you want to be trans and gay, go ahead. Do whatever the fuck you want. Do it. That's you. I My legal responsibility is done. I hope by that time I have taught you and instilled the values in my children that I think they need to have to be successful, capable, uh, non-victims in the world. If they're 14 years old and they think that's who they are, you can wait until you're 15 years, uh, 18 years old when you leave this home. You can do whatever the fuck you want with your own money. Get health insurance. Make them pay it. Go to the military. They'll pay for it because they're gay now. Let them do it. I'm not going to do it. I don't have to. I don't. I can support you, but I don't have to pay for it. See, that's what they hate because the parents don't pay. They want the parents. They want mommy and daddy to bust their ass so that their children can guess, can go Go into the world and guess if they're gay or if they're a woman or if they're a man. But if you tell them, well, you have money, don't you pay for it. You don't support me! That's what they do. That's what they do! Right. Right, yeah. So, that was And then they'll, they'll, probably, they'll probably put it on social media as well. And then oh, my daddy doesn't support like... me. I'll just say, oh, I don't support you. I don't support paying for it all the time. You're living in my goddamn yeah. house paying no bills. I'm supposed to pay for your surgery? I'm supposed to pay for things you need to do. I'm supposed to pay for your hobbies. Go get a job. Do it. If that's what you want. If if you're fat and you want to be skinny, what do you do? You get a job so you can pay for a gym membership. And you can and you can buy Work food that's healthy. You don't go to your parents and say, yeah. Mom, Dad, pay for my liposuction. Right. No. You don't no, you don't go there. Pay for my Pay for my obesity, uh, my obesity doctor, because I need to go on on six hundred pound life, or I need to go to the doctor because I'm fat, or I need to buy a wheelchair. No, you need to do that because that's you. That's your life. That's your fault. You know how you love yourself and that you am me and that you're not a disease. Well, go out there and go do what you want to do. Like that's what I told them. Not on my dime. What the fuck? I gotta pay for your own lifestyle decisions, and pay for your food and your rent and your clothes, and I have to raise you too. Not on my, not on my dime. Get the fuck out of here. When you're 18, you can. What, what would the rea- what would the reaction when you told them that? Oh well, one of them said, "Oh, that's a good point," and then the other one thought about it. Was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> that's you know what? I never thought about it that way." 
I think you're right. They said I was right. Cause guess what? The fuck I am right. I I have to I have to I have to fund your um your self vanity project. Cause you also know that a lot of them detransition or regret transitioning. So what? I got yeah, exactly. Yeah. Transition. You're gonna come to me. So my son Charlie, who's now Charlene, is gonna come back to me saying, "Uh, Daddy, I'm no longer Charlene. I want to be Charlie again." Oh, we'll pay for it. Go oh, ahead. Waste be, the fucking money. Who be whoever the fuck you want, but not in my home and not on my dime. I I have to pay for this. Cause see, you're living in my house. I get it. You want to be with the family, but I have to pay for this home. I have to pay the mortgage. I have to pay the tax. I have to pay the bills. I are doing everything. Providing. So I'm doing most of this. I have to. I I now have to pay for your surgery. No, get the fuck out of here. Do it on your own dime. Go live in your own god. Go live in your own goddamn gay house. I'll tell them that. Not on my dime. No, you can do it. Like, and I'll make. I'll, and before that, but see, it's people like to talk about the moment it comes. What about the years before that? What about the years before this came to be? Mm-hmm. The yeah. people that decide one day to the other that they're this are either lying to you and to themselves or are actually mentally retarded. Because no human being with a functioning brain does that. They don't. That just doesn't happen. It's not. It. It wasn't the norm when we were in elementary. It was. It was not a normal um, kind of lifestyle when we were in, you know, elementary and middle school. We've never heard stuff like that. So it's like it doesn't process in our brain that oh yeah I wanna I'll, I'll let my kid change their gender when they're four years old yeah I'll, they can be gay when they're five years old yeah go ahead you know it's it's America live it for your life live, we all should be happy it's not even processed through our brain because we understand reality way more than than whatever reality they live in so it's like when he asked me that question what would you do if your um uh, I forgot what was the age. Well, let's say like eight year old. What would you do if your eight year old decides to be a trans? It's like, do you really think an eight year old can think like an adult? No. It's like, do you it's really like... do you really do you really think that I'm gonna let my kid do that? I don't want my kids to to go through any kind of shit like that. I want to be a boy, a boy to be a boy, a girl to be a girl. That's it. And it's my job as a father to raise them better. You know. But what it is is like why 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 add the extra extra stress in their life and then, and then later on they're, they're gonna fucking regret it. It's like oh I I regret so bad. Like I, I just don't want to do it anymore. Like I just want to kill myself. It's like exactly. But you know what it is is that to answer your first part of your question, it's like remember we were raised in a world that no longer exists. We were raised for a world like I maybe me, but we were raised for a world that no longer exists. We were raised with traditional values. We believed that there was a man and a woman got married. There were gay people there, but they yeah. were rich. They were there, and and they were atheists, but you know they were fringe. They were there, and eventually, you grew up with the belief that yeah, in your teenage and twenties, you're gonna be a, a liberal. But when you turn forty, when you turn thirty, when you have a family or own a home, or at whatever age, you're gonna turn into a conservative. It was that belief system. It was that belief that uh, you joined the military because you believe in the country. And but there's a multitude of factors as to why that's no longer the case. Yes, government, distrust, uh, corruption of politicians. I mean, I, there's an example here. Um, in England in the 1950s, there was a scandal called the Profumo Affair. It was a scandal. So the conservative government, not not the prime minister, but a, a, a cabinet secretary, a minister, um, was caught having a sex affair um, with multiple people. This was a person that went to sex parties. And many mm-hmm. members of the government were involved in it. And the government lied. 
because that man lied. That man lied. I remember watching it. If you watch The Crown, you get a little uh, uh, a glimpse of it. It's it's a little biased, but there's a glimpse of it. Um, because right, right, right. Crown leans is is very, very, very favorable to the uh, labor governments, not to the um, mm-hmm. not to the conservative ones, unless they're um, unless it's um, uh, Winston Churchill, but to the to the Tory ones, they're not that favorable. But to, li- uh, to labor, yeah. Um, what happened there is that the entire society flipped on its head for the first time in a long, long time. They had they had never they had heard of of people in power, of course, being um, not as proper as they should. But they've never seen it out out in, out in the public like that. They've never seen um, a government minister effectively bring down an entire government for sex scandal, for drugs. They've never seen that. That was something in society. That society was, uh, they believed more in God. They believed more in, uh... of course, they were at the tail end of that. They, less people did, but still, that was like the end of that society. And then that sex scandal hit. And then in America, I don't know if we had that. Maybe we had Bill Clinton. Maybe maybe that was part of it. But it was also a society that no longer believes in God as it does. Churches are less filled today that they are in most of America, except for the South. But in North, in the Northeast, I mean, there are, there are people that don't go to church. Just don't. Including yours truly. And I believe in God. And I pray every day now. But you just don't. People just don't go to church. And so there's a lot of factors for it. I mean, it's... It's like the parents, the parents grew up in a world, uh, grew up in a civilization, in a, in, a, in a generation where you heard of love everybody, accept everybody, uh, be peace, no war, um, masculinity. But they never said it in the outright, but they grew up in a feminist, in a feminist culture where it was women rule. Women are smart. Women, not only are they smart, but they're smarter than men. And that's why you also hear a lot of these same people saying we don't need men. But you do, because when there's a hurricane, who's going out there to to fix the power lines? I mean, yeah. women, women could do it, but you very well know they're not gonna. They're not gonna, because they're gonna cry. Say, yeah, there's gonna be yeah, there's gonna be a small percentage of women that can actually do it, but then the rest are just a bunch of fucking people. Yeah, they're gonna be sit crying. around and just like don't know what to do. They're gonna be crying, and so and so it's a very it's a cultural problem. It's a big cultural problem as to why things are like this. So. I, I can't pinpoint hey, and, and it's, and I'm like at a point where it's like if I like if they're gonna ask me that kind of same question like some random stranger and said what would you do if your kids like gay I'm like but why do they have to be gay like what is it what is it that they can bring to the table if they become gay you know I it, it goes deeper I, I'll, I'll I'll stick with what I Set. All right, we'll save it. For but, but but it goes it goes deeper it, it goes it goes deeper into the generational thing. But we'll, we'll it just doesn't make sense. Next yeah, episode because we we got to end up wrap up here. We're pretty much out of time. Right, right. right. But uh, we'll wrap. We'll talk about that next episode. We'll talk more about the the gays. The gays. All right. So I do hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, I want to remind you guys: uh, like, subscribe. Please subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Um, and if you want more bonus content. There's our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash four, the number for the Republic. I want to thank everybody listening audio only on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, etc., Pandora. Everywhere you get your podcasts, that's where we are. And always for the Republic. Um, Kennedy has his uh, gaming channel. You can check that out at Crimson Gaming. Again, like, subscribe, hit that notification button so you can stay up to date with all of our fresh content 
And once again, Karen Deep, what's also very important? Make sure you guys trace this because it's very important. Uh, I don't know why it's important, but stay racist. <laughs> in our Patreon, Katie's going to talk about his trip to the Blackface Festival in Congo. So see you guys next time, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. See you next time. Bye.